Welcome to the Two Putt Podcast. Two Putt for Par. Iowa's number one golf podcast. Yeah, but three putt is Snakesville. One part golf. Basically, it comes down to the fact that golf is hard. And one part business. But if it makes money, it makes sense. Mixing business with pleasure, these guys know how to have fun. This is the Two Putt Podcast. That's what we do. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Putt Podcast. We have a special bonus episode for everybody tonight. We have a couple things we want to jump on and talk about, but before we get into that, have to introduce my guys, Jason and Lee. How are we doing tonight? Doing well, doing well, Brian. Ready to roll. I'm excited. I love bonus episodes. Can't ever go wrong with a little bonus episode. Might even be able to call this a little after hours here as we're a little bit later on uh recording this on a friday night than uh, than what we're used to but uh excited this is like bar time you know like when we were young i mean this is when we'd be hitting the town now we're just hitting the computer ready to rock and roll you gotta do what you gotta do man it'd be a couple rounds deep on tiger um be thinking about poorhouse in probably about a half hour back in the day I thought about poor house pretty much every hour back in the day. You know, nothing wrong with that. Nice little establishment there to go have a few pops. Good little place to hang out, socialize with the friends. Can't beat it. Probably run a few darts too while we were at it. I got significantly better at the dartboard over the years. Yeah, what a what a great game. I mean, honestly, like the greatest bar game of all time. Can't beat it. Darts, uh, popcorn or Gardettos, whatever they got on hand, and uh, some tall boys usually is how it goes. Maybe a few bishops. It was uh, made for a good night. Maybe a frozen pizza on the way out. Can't go wrong with the poorhouse. So, well, perfect. Uh, guys, let's jump into it. Tonight, uh, we're here for, for really two reasons. Um, one is, probably the most important, is we are getting ever so close to having live golf again this weekend. Um, Sunday, looking forward, TaylorMade Driving for Relief event. We talked a little bit about it on this podcast already, but uh, we're going to dive into it much deeper. Um, Sunday uh, time, Staggy, what time is that going to tee off? Uh, yeah, I'm not even. I think it's one o'clock our time. I think two Eastern, one, one Central. One yeah. o'clock our time, Juno, Florida, correct? Um, Seminole, Seminole Golf Club. Um, looking forward to the event. Uh, it's a special, a little bit of a different format. Um, skins game, uh, best ball skins game, correct, Steggy? And what's the what's the payout? Where are we at? Uh, what's the what the skins looking like? Yeah, each uh, each team's playing for charity, and you got uh, the team of McElroy and DJ uh, playing for the American Nurses Foundation. Then you got Fowler and Wolf, the uh, tandem from Oklahoma State, playing for the CDC Foundation, and uh, they both start out with $500,000 in the bank and then uh, hole values increase as the match continues. So uh, holes one through six, they're looking at $50,000 each. Uh, if the hole is tied, the, the skins carry over. Uh, and then you get to hole seven through 16 and those are gonna be $100,000 a piece. Uh, and then they up the ante there at the end. They go to the 17th hole and that thing's gonna be worth 
200 grand and then they move on to the 18th hole which is going to be worth $500,000 so uh, as the whole match progresses you can see that that bank be built up a little bit there and the carryover is going and uh, it could make for an interesting 17th and 18th hole if they get some about four or five holes carried over in a row. Yeah, I don't think I love the idea of having different holes worth different amounts of money. And that goes back to like the old NCAA tournament bracket challenge when, you know, like if you get the national champion right, that you're better than the other people that got more picks right necessarily. Um, so I don't, I don't love that part of it. But at the same time, it's live golf. There's money on the line. Charity that will be – or charities that will be benefited. Um, I'm actually a little disappointed that one of the charities isn't the two putt podcast. Cause I take that 500,000 right off the bat. And I think we could make a banger out of this podcast. We could do some good things with this. If we uh, had a little bit of a bankroll like that. Yeah. We would, uh, our marketing department would love that. Is that you, Brian? Is that you or is that Lee? <laughs> Not me. That would definitely be <laughs> Brian. I would sure he would, he would love that. So you'd be running the accounting, he'd be running the, the marketing. Correct. Yeah, and it, would, it would all be, most of it would be spent on either marketing slash merchandise, I think, and we would, uh, we'd get some stuff done, that's for sure. But um, no, I'm excited too. Uh, I, I, I think it's going to be fun. I, the thing, so we have live golf two weekends in a row. Um, obviously, we're all excited about that. The thing about this weekend is, I mean, we are going to see some high level golf i mean obviously with um rory and dj um some of the you know top five players in the world and um ricky and wolf obviously no slouches either and so it's going to be a little bit different than the following weekend obviously we have tiger and phil um and then add in a couple of superstars in football with peyton and um tom brady and so the golf's going to be a little bit different um the banter back and forth will be a little bit different and so i mean from a just a golf fan perspective i think this weekend um with this format and the way that things are going to go uh, i think it should be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to it another thing too is um anxious to see that golf course i read a little bit about it um here this week and you know it's one of those ones that uh very few people have really got an opportunity um to see um and so the fact that now it's going to be on stage for the world to see it'll be a lot of fun to to take it in it sounds like it's going to be a challenge it sounds like it maybe tips a little bit towards ricky and wolf um as far as maybe a little bit more placement golf and that it will reward the best putter um which in this foursome is probably going to be ricky yeah it's a it's a different setup and i i listened to dj talk a little bit on an interview and they interviewed him about the course and kind of what the expectations were and he talked a little bit about how you can roll out there and he said you'd, you'd think you should be able to tear that place apart and he said at the end of the round you start adding up your strokes and uh, it ends up being higher than you actually thought it would be going into it so uh, kind of interesting that he would say that and he said he's played it probably around 10 times I think is what he said so uh, obviously has some some decent knowledge of the course but hasn't also played it a, a ton either so I don't know if there's an advantage to anybody that's played it a whole lot or anything like that yet. The format is a big part of this too, because when you start playing best ball, uh, it does depend a lot on what your partner is doing and, and how hot they get and maybe what that, you know, sets you up to do as a player. You know, I mean, it, 
you maybe take a, a risk that you generally wouldn't, or, you know, the other side would be maybe you play it safe because, you know, your partner has gotten in a position that, you know, isn't ideal in that setting. So, you know, I think the format makes it even more interesting because that best ball uh, thing is not like they would be playing a normal stroke, stroke play tournament. Well, and that's one thing too. Let's uh, let's dive into this a little bit. I know we kind of talked about it before, as far as who we're picking to win, but we'll actually make a, a selection here now. Um, and with that, I think chemistry will be a big part of it. Uh, you know, you talk about kind of how these guys, um, you know, playing together in the chemistry. Obviously, Ricky and Wolf, are, you would assume, are going to have more chemistry right off the bat than uh, Rory and DJ will have. And, and obviously we've seen too in, in recent years with the Ryder cup on how big that chemistry is. Um, it isn't always the best golfers that, uh, that sneak out those wins. And so with that being said, Steggy, um, it looks like Ricky and Wolf at a plus plus one sixty five. not that uh, the gambling matters, but it at least gives you an opportunity to base your decision. Who you, who are you picking on Sunday? Well, yeah, the plus 165 obviously tells you that uh, they feel they're a little bit of an underdog in the situation, and rightfully so with the number one player in the world on the other side, and DJ, who's been up in the top uh, players in the world as well. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a really intriguing matchup because, uh, you know, typically you got Rory, who's usually very consistent, and you got Ricky, who uh, is usually pretty consistent from a ball striking standpoint, and obviously his putter can get as hot as anybody in the world. and uh, then you got Matthew Wolf, I think, who's kind of, you know, the new guy on the block that maybe you don't know what you're going to get out of him. But obviously, everybody knows that he's really talented with him winning on tour last year. And uh, so I think it is a really intriguing matchup. And I look at it and uh, I am going to lean towards the underdogs in this situation. And I partly because I'm a fan of the Oklahoma State golf program and I, I like those guys. Uh, but also, I, I just think that, uh, you know, those guys, like you said, Maybe the camaraderie there or the teamwork uh, from that standpoint have a little bit more of the familiarity with each other. And uh, so I'm leading from that standpoint. I always like to kind of pull for the underdog a little bit too. So uh, I'm going with the boys from Oklahoma State in the matchup. You, know, you bring up some interesting points with, with these golfers. And, and Brian, you kind of mentioned it. It isn't always about the best players. Uh, and we see that a lot in the Ryder Cup where you, you generally – find the best teams are the ones that work the best together. And um, a lot of times it's that they complement each other's golf games. And I think you'll see a lot of the same type of play from Rory and DJ because they just hit the ball so far and, you know, they're hitting different clubs into holes that than you know, anybody else is because of that. So that, that will be a, an interesting thing because I don't think you're going to see, four of the same shots into a green and and it does kind of become a, a contest of how good can Matthew Wolf and Rory be on the greens compared to how close can Rory and DJ hit it you know because that's that's a big wild card because if if Rory and and DJ are hitting 10 footers and and the other guys are hitting 25 footers it's it's a big difference I mean yeah you, you still got to make it but uh, you know, when you look at those percentages, when they put them up there on golf tournaments of what that percentage is to, to make a putt, you know, 10 foot is, is pretty, uh, pretty automatic for, for those guys for the most part, not that they make them all the time by any means, but the percentage definitely goes up. And 
And I, I got to kind of echo Jason's thoughts on, on who you pick to win. And I think there's also that gambling part that you brought up. There's also a lot of value with picking an underdog. I mean, you know, when you go plus 165 versus minus 180 or 185, um, you know, there isn't a lot of value in choosing the, the favorites here. So from a betting perspective, I'm definitely going uh, Ricky and Matthew Wolf because there's just so much more value there. But like Jason said, not just the Oklahoma State program. I'm on the Swinging Pete golf shop train, um, and that is the best logo in golf, and I'm, I'm going that way as well. So two on the two on the Ricky and Wolf side of things. Um, I think that was kind of the way we didn't get into this much detail, but I think that's kind of the way it went uh, the first time we were talking about this. Um, but uh, with that being said, I I'm gonna go the safe route. Minus uh, obviously taking out the the betting odds, as you mentioned, Lee. Obviously the 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 money's probably not there to go with the favorite, but in a in a straight up uh, situation, I'm 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 taking Rory and coming off that uh um that that win and the rest of these guys not you know really having a chance to be able to play it sounds like from what i've read too ricky's gonna be featuring a new swing um he's been working on a little bit of a new swing so i'll be interested to see kind of what apparently it sounds like we're gonna be able to tell like you're gonna be able to a noticeable difference um in his swing and so if 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 that doesn't maybe shake out quite the way he wants to featuring this the first time. I think uh, their, um, their youth and Wolf's um, maybe not quite as experienced, obviously, as Rory and DJ. And if Ricky isn't able to uh, keep things on the rails, I mean, those guys, it could get out of hand pretty quickly. Um, so with that, uh, I'm going to take the safe route. And I'm going to go with the best two golfers in this, in this event and, and take the Rory and DJ team. I think if you're going – on the gambling side, um, you know, I think it's different in golf and in sports that are similar to golf than, than a basketball or a football or something that's a little bit more uh, team oriented. And, and those odds aren't necessarily much different a lot of the times. Uh, when you talk about golf, because these guys are so similar, there's not a big difference between the best player and the the 50th ranked player, you know, day in and day out, that value becomes a big part of betting. So when you're betting golf tournaments, a lot of times you don't dig into those, those favorites, you know, week in and week out because there is so much more value with a lot of these other guys that aren't that much uh, different than what their betting odds would, would look like. You know, the thing that I'm going to be a little bit interested in for the match too, is to see the, uh, the strategy that plays out with who's going to be teeing off first uh, for the teams, you know, is, is DJ going to go first and just let it loose or is Ricky going to, or is Rory going to go first? And is he going to, you know, obviously still let it loose, but maybe a little bit more consistent from a driving standpoint. And then on the other side, you know, do you have Wolf go first and just kind of let him freewheel it and let Ricky maybe be the guy that's playing a little bit safer or do you, uh, you know, both let them rip, or do they alternate who tees off first? Or I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what each team has in mind from a, just from a sheer strategy standpoint. Just let DJ get up there and rip that D stick, and just let everybody else figure it out. Well, 
I'd like to figure it out from where he plays from every single time you're out on the course. So it's not a bad strategy when you got him uh, batting leadoff. No, absolutely not. Well, hey, speaking of um, some of the gambling side, it's always fun to kind of look at some of these prop bets. I uh, got a few here pulled up for you guys. I'll kind of just go through these and see what you guys think. Um, so first mention of Tiger Woods. Pre-game, first hour, second hour, or third hour? What do you guys think? First what hour. Are sure. What are the odds? Pre-games, minus 400. Yeah. Uh, first hour is a plus 270, and second hour is plus 310, and then third hour or later is a plus 600. I can tell you one thing. There's no way he's making it to the third hour without hearing Tiger Woods. Yo, I just talked about value. Like, I guess this part is a little different. This would probably be more of, like, betting on the 14-point favorite in football to win on the money line. You know, like, that That seems like a pretty safe bet. Give me the pregame, and I'll put my minus 400 odds on the table. Yeah, so, talking about layups, uh, let's, let's roll to this next one real quick. Uh, Fowler and Wolf, team outfit color. Oh, orange. Minus whatever. Don't care. Orange. Is that an option, I would assume, is the favorite? Minus 120. In. Blue. It's not as much of a favorite as I thought it would be. Blue is a, a plus 220. Green, a plus 240. And pink comes in at a plus 350. Might be a little bit of value on pink, but probably not. Who's their charity? They are playing for, uh, I said it earlier, CDC Foundation. Do they have colors? Not you know? sure. Like, I was hoping it would be, like, something where it would, you know, maybe that uh, theme would ring true through it. But I'm still going. I'm still going orange. Um, while you're looking, if you think of it, if you find it, shout it back out, Staggy. But, um, so first, first, uh, audible cuss. So first time we hear him cuss. Holes one through four are a plus 130. Holes four through nine, plus 110. Nine through 14, plus 290. Holes 14 through 18, a plus 310. And no curses for a plus Five fifty. I'm going with the nine through thirteen. Was it? Yeah. I think that's where it might might come into play there. Nine through thirteen, and then Lee, first player to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I I want that. I want that. No cussing. I I want that plus five hundred. I don't think anybody's cussing. You don't think so? I I I don't see like those guys. I mean. Honestly, I if the audible cuss happens, I think it will be in casual conversation. I don't see it as like a reaction to shots. Because they're mic'd up, right? So we're gonna hear everything. But how? I, I mean, that. and how's that? How's that gonna work? Because it's NBC, like it's NBC and Golf Channel and everything, right? I mean, it's not just streaming. Although I did see. Oh. Um, I think the first three holes are on Twitter for free. So shout out Twitter to that one. Do they beep out 
cuss words, does that count as an audible cuss? I would, I would guess so. But so let's look at this next one. So who do you think the favorite is in the for first player to cuss? DJ. Rory. DJ at a minus two seventy. Wow, that's a big favorite. Rory is a plus two forty. He they don't think he he'll get. He's the least favorite to cuss. I think Wolf would be the second. I think it goes DJ Wolf, Ricky, Rory. Nailed it. Yep. All right, give me Rory plus two whatever forty. Uh, going back to CDC, it looks like uh, per their website. It uh, has a little bit of blue, a little bit of black, a little bit of gray, a little green in there, uh, like a kind of a darker greenish kind of color. Orange. I'm going orange. They're wearing orange Solid. for sure. Solid orange. That's you know, a layup. If you're, if you're going with colors there, outside of orange, it's got to be maybe blue. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this. Is Ricky Fowler's personality the – described as colorful or vibrant yes or no 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 his, a ward, his wardrobe is but i don't think his personality is so yes is a minus 280 and no is a plus 230 on that really what about dustin johnson being described as having natural power or a big frame uh yeah yes, yes is yes is a minus 240 yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I mean, bet, I'll bet Brian's house that one. He's he, uh, natural power. That, that's kind of interesting. A big frame. Okay. All right, over and unders. Tiger Woods mentions seven and oh. a half. Over. over. Way over. Over. Phil Mickelson mentions five and a half. Over. Under. Tom Brady or Peyton Manning mentions four and a half. Over. Under. Reference to Rory's major championship victories. Two and a half. Over. Un under. <laughs> hey, this is appropriate for tonight. Trash talk related to Max Homa's swing reviews. Half. Oh. Is he like one of their boys? He's obviously one of our boys now. We got a little mention on, on Twitter tonight, um, at least a reply. Uh, and a couple I'm, likes, so he's definitely our boy now. I mean, is he, like, is he in that, that friend circle? Well, he must be revealing their swing somewhere, right? So. All right, then I'm, 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 I'm over. I mean, one time, let's just go over. I'm in. Mm -hmm. Over, just a casual slip-up of talking about it. Who knows? Over. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Commercials, using the phrase, we are all in this together. Oh, Nine over. and a half. Over. Nine and a half. Yeah. Times ten. Over. Um, broadca broadcast references to seminal member members. Two and a half. Under. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know any of, of them. I think there's I think a lot of the older I think there's an old a, a very old guard that are members at Seminole, like way back. So does that mean they'll mention it two and a half times 
or they'll mention over two and a half people. I think just times. Well, that hit both, wouldn't it? If they mentioned over two and well, a half. Well, I'm just people. saying if, if they said, you know, Lee Nelson, Brian Claude, and Jason Stegner well, are members here. Yeah, it says members. So maybe it is people. So you would have to mention. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over. Okay. I like it. Um, last one reference to Matt Wolf's youth seven and a half. Ooh, that's under. high. So, under, yeah. But I that's you're going to say Matt Wolf swing. But I'd that's going to that one. But I assume that's going to take into account like that talking about Oklahoma State and all that stuff, right? I, I want to watch the guy who has to calculate that one. Seems to me there's a little gray area in that one. I think that's probably what they're looking for. <laughs> under. Under. All right, guys. Well, perfect. That's uh, at least the list that I had here of some of the prop bets. I'll be, uh, be interested. Hopefully, uh, some of you, some of you, obviously, we'll be following along, but some of you good listeners who uh, follow along with some of those uh, over and unders, um, some of those prop bets, seeing what you guys think on Sunday. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, too. Obviously, we've, we're starting to get uh, some – some good interaction with all of you guys. We like hearing about where your golf club's going when you're out there. We like seeing some of the pictures. Um, so keep keep coming at us. Like, it's fun. This is what makes us uh, keep jumping on here and wanting to talk about different topics. And so keep bringing them. Sunday, tweet at us. You see something cool. You see something funny that reminds you of the two-pup pod. Send it our way. This two-pup podcast is brought to you by WB Realty, Central Iowa's best real estate brokerage. WB Realty, for all your real estate needs. Nicknames and Golf Challenge is ready to roll. We're ready to to, uh, send this out to all of you guys. We want your input. We want you to partake. Hopefully, it's something that we can all kind of join in together and have some fun. Um, we've obviously been talking a little bit about nicknames and throwing nicknames out in golf here the last uh, couple weeks on the podcast. And so Lee kind of took the initiative with this and said, hey, let's put together a bracket um, and actually came up with 64 nicknames in golf. Uh, we put them in a bracket format and we're going to start sending them out to all of you guys uh, to vote on what your favorite is. Um, obviously, vote as you like. Um, what makes the most sense to you. But uh, there was a little strategy behind uh, the madness and, and the way that we put this together. But, uh, Lee, I'm going to have you explain a little bit because you're kind of the head of this. You kind of took, uh, took this idea and ran with it. So why don't you explain to everybody uh, what's going on? Yeah, I was just thinking about this the other day and in a way to incorporate, you know, getting people involved uh, in our podcast. and um, But something that's fun, too, that's – you know, you really don't need to know anything about golf to look at a couple of nicknames and decide which ones are, are cool and which ones are not. And however you feel about it, like you said, um, you know, I, I started looking at uh, this, this possibility of doing it. And then, you know, I looked at a few nicknames and then, you know, I had reached out to you guys and Hey, what do you guys got? What, what can you give me as far as good golf nicknames? So I think we all started uh, churning, some ideas together and uh, we actually had a lot more than 64 and then we had to cut it down and then we decided that maybe fictional golf people should be included in this as well and then we added a few of those and had to cut down some more so the the big thing was finding the golf nicknames that we thought were 
cool and and not necessarily how good that person was at golf but just looking at the nickname and deciding which one you thought was a, a better nickname for the game of golf and there's not a, a perfect way of doing it uh, we just look at them and, and try to decide what we think is is cool and then because uh, we've talked a lot about the cool factor on here how important that is to us and and I think sometimes you forget about that in the game of golf just with the perception of of golf to other people is that it's this you know old boring sport but there are some pretty cool nicknames when you when you look at them and then you know coming up with 64 is a lot easier than seeding 64 but you know we thought NCAA tournament style we missed out on that bracket this year um, so you know just kind of coming up with that group was the easy part and then trying to fit them into where you thought it was the coolest was maybe a little bit more of a challenge, but at the same time, pretty fun to do. So I, I appreciate the, the input from you guys. And, um, you know, Jason, what did, uh, what do you think when you look at these golf nicknames and, and where we place them and how we come up with it? What's, uh, what's important to, to this? Yeah, I think that uh, when we kind of started unveiling this thing, Ty, between us three, we were looking at it and uh, kind of obviously put together a lot of these different nicknames. And something else I think we need to need to obviously talk about is uh, a lot of the, the newer generation are known kind of by uh, their initials. Uh, and so we didn't really consider that to be a nickname per se. Uh, and so a lot of your guys like BJ and JT and those guys aren't in the bracket. Uh, from that standpoint and so uh when you're looking at it, it it is the cool factor i think you know so you'll see some some seating where you know obviously it was up for discussion between us uh but some of the guys that you know have been the best golfers in the world won't be the highest ranked uh because their nickname we didn't feel was the best or most appropriate uh nickname in that regard and so uh looking at the looking at kind of what we've compiled i'm excited to kind of unveil this to all the listeners and get a chance to see what they think and I'm interested to see which seeds might uh, advance from the lower part of their region or their bracket or their half the bracket and uh, continue to move because I think there'll be some, some good upsets and some uh, nicknames that were ranked a little bit lower than uh, maybe some other people feel they should have been. You know, I'll add one thing and to your point, Jason. I think that uh, um, the, our, the newer generation just isn't as good at the nicknames. I think it's part because they're just lazy and they just want a quick one. And I mean, obviously we use them all the time, the initials, because it is, it is an easy way to refer to these guys. But I mean, you go back and you look at some of these names and I mean, we've all heard them too from, you know, whether it's our dads or our, even our grandparents, like there's always like those one or two names that just make you laugh. And I, I just don't feel like, uh, um, you know, we can come up with those anymore. And so, I mean, as I look at these, you know, just to name a few, I mean, the boss of the moss, we've talked about that one. That, that, that one's pretty awesome. Um, what's a couple other ones on here that we talked? Um, the tin cup that's on here because uh, obviously he was a catcher in high school and his pitcher had a major league curve and it was better than thunk. Um, and boom, boom, we brought that one up on here. Towering Inferno, uh, Chucky Three Sticks, Two Chips, I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna be some names on here um, that are just a lot of fun. The stories behind them are fun. Um, I, I know Lee d dove into those a little bit, 
Uh, and so that, that kind of adds a little bit to it, but at the same time too, and from my perspective going through, there was a lot of them that I had no idea just reading, reading the names. And so it's, it's fun to take the names at face value and to be like, Hey, would I want to be called this? And like, how cool is that? As opposed to looping them into their careers. Cause obviously we know who the shark and the golden bear and who tiger is, um, you know, but we might not have known who boom, boom was. And so that's, that's something where I think it'll be kind of fun and, you know, it's your vote. I mean, use it as you want, but uh, have a little fun with this and hopefully uh, we can, we can kind of go round and round with it. The stories make these nicknames at least some of them pretty cool. You brought up two chips. I mean, I would highly recommend when this bracket comes out to check out why they call two chips, two chips. I mean, it is a golf nickname. It wouldn't have been like any other reason to call them that except for something that, that may have happened to this golfer uh, at some point in his career. So the, the stories make it more interesting and, and like Brian said, you don't know necessarily who they are when you look at them. And there's some of them that, that obviously you do, but you don't necessarily, you know, associate like you're, you're going to hear Chucky three sticks and that's a pretty cool nickname. It is a little play on his actual name, but Chucky three sticks is, I mean, a pretty cool nickname. I don't know if it necessarily has to do with golf, but, um, you know, it, it, there are just so many good stories. And I think it, it gives you a little bit bigger of a grasp on the game of golf and maybe the history of golf as well. And it gives you a little insight onto, you know, what people thought of that golfer. Not necessarily, you know, like I, I don't know where Tiger came from, but if you didn't know who Tiger was and your golf nickname was Tiger, that would be pretty cool. But some of these other ones like are really attached to somebody's career or a play uh, on what they did. Those are, are the best. Yeah. The one that I, that I like a little bit or that, you know, you have to look up as well as Aquaman. That's one that's going to be in there that you have to look up the video or you have to look up the history behind that. If you don't know. Uh, Woody Austin. Why Woody Austin became Aquaman. And so uh, he obviously kind of took that brand with it a little bit with his, golfing career and things that he did after that but uh yeah I think there's some really intriguing uh and interesting potential matchups that could happen uh and to see which way people would vote with that I like the slow motion um slow motion Down January grinder towering inferno I mean there are there's some names in here um you know that uh that like I said you might not connect a player with right away um obviously john daly on here we have long john we could had a had a slew of names that we could have chose from on that but went long john and uh that's probably thanks to his wife or girlfriend who had that conversation with the gallery member who said that didn't get that name because he's long off the tee um <laughs> so uh yeah there's there's definitely some fun stories and hopefully everybody uh has some fun with these um, and is able to go through. We'll be, um, we'll be releasing them out uh, as kind of as regions. We kind of made our own regions. And so they'll be coming out on all of our social media platforms. And so when you see them uh, jump on there, drop a vote for us, let us know. We'll go through and tally them up between uh, both Facebook and Twitter and, and uh, follow along in the bracket. And obviously uh, as we move along and get closer into uh, you know, our final four or even before that, we'll jump back on and, uh, and chat a little bit about where we're at and what's going on with these names. 
we could uh, potentially have a smallest, smallest versus walrus matchup in the round of 32. So we got a little intriguing matchup going on there with Family Connection. And we had uh, J-Bone on uh, just the other night, said walrus. That was his nickname that he, he brought to the table. So that's his uh, – that might be his vote too. And so it'll be, it'll be fun to uh, get your guys' take and to see kind of how this all shakes out. Um, we really, we really hope you enjoy it. Um, get involved with it. Let us know um, if there's something that you like, even if there's something you missed or, or you're just shocked at the seeding uh, which somebody had, uh, let us know. I mean, we want, we, this is why we're doing this, have a little fun, have a little interaction with you guys, our listeners. And, uh, and we appreciate you listening and uh, let's go get it. Two putt pod.